Welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. Our guest today is Harriet Stein, founder and president of Big Toe in the Water. She is an inspirational teacher and a professional speaker specializing in mindfulness. Welcome, Harriet. Susan, thank you so very much for inviting me to be on your podcast today. Well, I am thrilled. We're thrilled to have you. And the reason we asked for you to join us today is so many of us as women are trying to juggle many things. We're working in many different fields and companies. We're raising children. I would love you to begin today by sharing with us about your background and and how you came to think about this. You know, it's interesting. I've been a registered nurse now for over 30 years, and I feel like my entire life, in one way or the other, has been dedicated to how can I make people's lives easier? How can I decrease their stress? So when I was working at a Fortune 50 company for almost 15 years, I noticed that every year all my colleagues were getting more stressed out, including myself. So I I knew there had to be a better way, and I fortunately had a wonderful manager. And I said, could I try something at lunchtime for just like a little 30 minutes? And she's like, sure. And she's like, just don't tell anybody. And I started having a class where we got together and uh, we just literally began practicing mindfulness. And the uh, first time there were two people in the conference room and the next week there weren't enough chairs. So I had that weekly class there for almost a decade. And that's how it all began for me teaching in, in companies. Oh, Harriet, my, my heart is just pounding because my heart, my mom was a nurse. And such a calling. And I and I think once a nurse, always a nurse of caring for others and, and reaching down. And you're right, especially with what nurses have gone through the last few years, I can imagine that room being filled. But what inspires you to focus on mindfulness? Now you have you're you're seeing this need and, and obviously the gathering is, is filling the room, but what was inspired you to focus on mindfulness? Because I learned the practice and realized how easy it was to implement it into your life. And whenever I learn something good, it's like those life hacks. As soon as you learn something wonderful, an easier way to do something, you want to immediately share it with people. I mean, I, I find that. So I think that was what, what immediately led me to be able to bring this into companies and to, to work with organizations. Because you want to, if you want to get in shape, yet you have to go to the gym and you have to change the way you, you eat. And it's, it could be six months, a year, but it's totally different with mindfulness. Because if you want to decrease your stress, it takes moments or seconds. Because it, the moment that you realize where your attention is most valuable and you start paying attention to what's going on in your mind, I realized that I could be teaching people a practice that was going to change their life forever in 10 minutes that it didn't take 10 months. Wow. And I think I'm a believer in that each of us is inner, your inner soul spiritual gifts. And when you find that, it just, it just grows and blossoms because it's not a job anymore. 
it's almost a passion. And it sounds like the, the background of nursing and then caring for others and then growing into this mindfulness, it was just a, a perfect synergy for you. But I know that you work with small businesses, large businesses, individuals. What are some of the benefits, Harriet, that you see in practicing mindfulness? Like what, what have you seen over the years when you've gone into firms or you've worked with families or individuals of practicing mindfulness? What were some of the outcomes? Well, I think sometimes women have a tendency to be very self-critical. We are sometimes our own worst enemy. <laughs> oh, you're so right. <laughs> so it's, it's, that's why I, I love working with people because it's noticing this is a practice of non-judgment. So it, it, the benefits are not only you're not judging others, but you're not judging yourself. So when you're not judging yourself, you're going to decrease your stress. You're going to be able to, to pay attention to what you're thinking. You're going to be more focused. You're going to be more productive. You're going to be more creative, and your performance goes up. So it is just a wonderful mix of a wonderful, fast, and easy way to just bring more enjoyment to your life versus the very complex world we live in right now. Oh, I agree. And and did you see a big difference in your business during COVID? I mean, when they were when people were going through that, I know that a lot of it your your hands on one on one working with people. How did you navigate through that when you were working through the, this back when COVID was everyone was shut down? Right. So in March of 2020, when everything shut down, I started working seven days a week. It was incredible. It was exhausting, but it was <laughs> incredible. For yeah. a nurse, it was actually one of the most gratifying experiences of my life because I had a CEO ask me to roll out mindfulness globally for his company. And I was envisioning traveling around the world. And he said, no, I want them to learn it in their own language. And we want to do this via train the trainer. And I, I created an entire train the trainer program virtually taught the trainers virtually, and then they rolled it out, and it's still continuing around the world right now. I'm very proud of that because at a, I mean, normally we live in very complex times, but during the height of COVID, when people all around the world, like you said, were shut down, to be able to teach people this practice, and these people did not know anything about mindfulness, the people who I chose as facilitators within the company. They could not teach the meditation part at all. What they were teaching was the attitudes we cultivate with mindfulness, patience, and trust. That's, that was the program that I created. And I can't agree with you more. I actually, in my heart, believe that, yes, there was a day, and it was a sad time, and it was, it was difficult. But I was so impressed by the innovation so many different aspects of companies and individuals and how they took something that could have been a very negative um, viewpoint and they changed it around. And we became so innovative on how we met with each other, how we continued to grow as businesses, how we helped each other. So I, I agree with you. I think that what you were doing with mindfulness and what the CEO saw as a need in his company was innovation and innovation as best that will continue now as we come out of COVID We've learned so much and we've grown so much and we've become diverse on how we can connect with each other. So I do agree with you. And I, I think that you, you were so needed at that time, your, your passion and your energy. And, and we always end each of our podcasts. And so, Harriet, I'm, I'm going to ask you really from your heart, what advice would you give someone who's listening today 
who may be feeling overwhelmed by their responsibilities of work or family or just life in general. What would advice be for them? Where would they start? If, if, if they're driving down the road today or they're listening to our podcast at work or, or they, they've had a rough night with children, what, what would you give them advice on how they could feel less overwhelmed and some, by some of these responsibilities? I think the very first thing I would tell them is they're not alone. And I think a lot of times people see media, it looks as if everybody in the world is doing so well, and yet they are exhausted. They are tired. They were up at night with a sick child, or they're doing caregiving responsibilities, or a mix of many different responsibilities. So I would tell them that they're not alone. It's that that old concept of it's extremely important still to put the oxygen mask on yourself first. Even if you could do it just once an hour for just a few moments to just place a pause during your day and check in and notice if you are thinking about a past you can't change. We can never change the past. If you're thinking about something in the future, which is usually a worry, none of us can tell the future or we all would have won the lottery by now, to just realize to ground themselves in the present I suggest to do this every time you wash your hands, every time you experience water, shower, bath, just when you wash your hands, bring all your senses to that experience. What is the sound of the water, the smell of the soap, what it feels like in your hands. You mentioned so much about, you'll understand this because of the mission of your company, that one of the attitudes we cultivate with this practice is gratitude. So every time I touch water, I try to remember that there's over a billion people on this planet without access to clean, safe water. And we are so fortunate to take something as simple as water for granted so that when we wash our hands and we have this experience, and maybe we notice while we're washing our hands that we're writing an email, we go right back to paying attention to what it feels like using all our senses to really to ground ourselves in the present. Harriet, what a beautiful visual to have left each of us with. I can't tell oh, you how great we are, just individuals, any individual out there, that you found it. Big mindfulness, the beauty of gratitude, and, and the beauty of just pausing and appreciating. So thank you so much again for joining us today. Your input, and I can't wish you the best of luck with Big Toe in the Water. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Women's Wealth, The Middle Way. Make sure to subscribe to us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.